I can already tell this episode's going to start with some fucking sass. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Stay Open podcast. My name is Arletta. I am your host, and you are in my space, our space, the safe space, or not so safe, depending on what I talk about that triggers you. Um, it is a pajamas on, wine glass filled to the brim, messy bun, no makeup, kind of night, kind of day. I am, I'm having, um, I'm having a moment. Am I always having a moment when I get on the microphone? I think I am. Here's the deal. I have a lot of things to cover tonight, today on this episode with you. Um, First things first, I need to go on a little rant here. I realize this rant might sound hypocritical. Um, No, I realize this rant can be hypocritical. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I just have to say it. I saw something today. I should say I saw someone today out in the Instagram sphere that has started a new podcast and it triggered me, triggered me to the point where I feel like I need to talk about it on here. And let me just preface this by saying, I think there is nothing wrong with starting a business or a brand or a new avenue to try riding on the wave or the coattails of one success from a prior endeavor, okay? Meaning, I don't have an issue with, maybe this is a bad example, this is the first one that came to my mind, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with people who have been on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette using that exposure to catapult the business that they've always wanted to run. I do, however, have an issue when you go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, you get the biggest head in the world because you think your shit doesn't fucking stink, and then you start doing something like becoming an inspirational speaker when um, you're not that fucking inspirational, you just have a cute face and, you know, you had a polarizing personality so people had things to say about you when you were on the show like I haven't I don't have an issue with people taking the success from one chapter of their life and bringing it into the next chapter of their life I have an issue with people who use that past chapter as a way to like feed their ego to think that they're capable of moving on to something with more depth So I say all this to say, I saw an Instagram post today about an individual, um, two individuals. One of them, I have no fucking clue who she is. The other one, I I know of this girl. She's been on reality TV. She's starting a podcast. And I don't know what it was about this, but it fucking triggered me. First of all, this girl... (sighs) What is up with everybody starting a podcast? I mean, I know, okay, I know I have one. I know you're listening to it. I know that I am in the infant stages, if you will, of my podcast. Let's be real. I am not Call Her Daddy. I am not the the Skinny Confidential. I am not the Joe Rogan experience. Like, I don't have these big productions. I'm literally sitting in my living room staring at my fucking pink Christmas tree and watching my cat play with his toys. Like, there's no... 
above and beyond um, production here and I don't have tens of thousands of listeners, one day I would love that. I would love to bring that to you, but I've just, I have felt called in my soul to come on a microphone and speak my peace and share my shit with the world, which is my fucking thing. I can do that shit. If you want to start a podcast, you can do that shit. Great. But I don't understand why everyone just thinks, oh, my face has been out in social media. I have a large following. Let me start a podcast. Like to what? What are you going to fucking talk about? You going to talk about how your boyfriend cheats on you? Or are you going to talk about how you have reconstructive surgery to, because you can't stand the way that you look like the way God made you? Like I don't what is so relevant about these individuals that are like so trashy on on social media and so out there with their personal lives because they're exploiting themselves not because they genuinely care about helping people but because they are so fucking obsessed with themselves they think the rest of the world wants to know and you know what's sick is they think that because i think people do genuinely want to know It's like a car crash. You drive by it. It's terrible. It's ugly. It's gruesome. But you can't fucking look away. That's what reality TV show individuals are when they get off of their show. It's like a fucking car crash. You've seen the ups. You've seen the downs. And you still can't look away. You might hate that person. But yet you still listen to them or talk to them. Heed their advice. I don't know. But what's up with every fucking reality star coming on a podcast? Like, I like to think I give good advice. I say this not because I'm egotistical. I say this because I've given a lot of good advice to friends and they tell me I'm good at giving advice. And so therefore they come back to me and they still get advice from me. And it's just something I really enjoy doing, not to mention the fact that I'm a fucking dysfunctional mess. And I thought, you know, people don't talk about that shit. People don't talk about the fact that sometimes you just have to come home from a hard work day and fucking kick your shoes off and drink an entire bottle of wine to yourself because you know what? It might have just been that day. And, And that was a bad example because wine is like, you know, culturally in, it's a vibe. But like people don't talk about the fact that Sometimes you cry in your car all the way home and you get home and you still cry and you're alone, but you can't stand to be alone. So you fucking drown it in wine. And then once you get to the bottle, bottom of the bottle, then you're probably fucking crying because you can't believe that you just drank an entire bottle of wine to yourself. And that's just adulthood. Okay. Sometimes you have fucking $2 in your bank account. No, let's be realistic. Sometimes you have $90 in your bank account and you decide to fucking buy the $90 sweater that you really want instead of paying for groceries for the week. And you know what? I was living my life like that for so long and I was having conversations with people for so long where I was validating them and empowering them in their life in their 20s. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I need to get on a fucking microphone and blast it to the world because clearly other people aren't talking about how fucking difficult it is to be 20. Like how difficult it is to be in your 20s. And this is coming from an individual who grew up with a mother who loved her fucking 20s. And Leslie, you go off, sis. I'm so glad you loved your 20s. I think maybe looking back on it, I'll love it. But fuck, this shit is hard. This shit is hard. And I feel like I'm already halfway doing it somewhat right, you know? Like I've met the love of my life. Okay, check. That's a huge box. A lot of people 
some girls in our 20s can't fucking check that box and and I'm I understand for that I am I am privileged okay but it is beyond that ladies it is beyond the love of someone else it is about the love for yourself but it is about doing it in a way where you're taking in information you're listening to people that make you better and that have credibility you know who has credibility Ed Milet you know who has credibility Tony Robbins Oprah Winfrey Guy Raz who else I'm trying to mention people that I normally don't because you know I already want to throw in my favorite people you already know but I say this to say I don't understand why so many people just turn to a podcast nowadays I mean I know it's easy to buy a fucking microphone hook it up to GarageBand and spill your shit to the world but it is pissing me off for the those of us that actually feel like a calling to do this. Like I actually enjoy doing this, not to hear the sound of my own fucking voice, which you already know if you are at A1 Day 1, I can't fucking stand listening to. It is so I can talk to you. So I can make you feel like you're not alone. So I can make you feel like, hey, sis, no one has fucked up more than me. No one has done dumber shit than me. No one is more of a hot mess of a fucking procrastinator than me. It it was really honestly because I felt alone and I didn't want other people to feel alone. That's why I created this. And also on top of my stay open, you know, story and feeling like I shut down and I didn't want to shut down anymore. <sighs> But God, I just, I can't. And you know what's even worse about it is these people already start out with thousands of followers. And they're probably going to get on and talk about the worst fucking breakup ever and their at-home asshole bleach kit and the stuff that like, okay, again, going back to call her daddy is entertaining, but is it soul food? Like, I want my podcast to be soul food. You know, I want someone, I love when someone writes me and is like, I needed to hear what you had to say. I don't even care if one person listens to the episode, as long as they get it something out of it, like, that was my intention. Like, the bar... I don't want to say bar is low because like that one person replying to me, like that's not a low bar. That's like the highest bar I could set for myself. The bar is there with good intentions. It's not there to be like, oh, let me just fucking exploit myself like I already did and have you listen to it. And then you're obsessed with me and then I'm obsessed with myself and then I get all these fucking brand deals. And then you come back each week to listen to me about how I fucking sucked off some famous person and uh God, and honestly, if you're listening to this and you're like, I fucking love that trashy shit, trashy shit, I'm with you, girl, on some level, you know, I like Real Housewives, like, I like some trashy shit, don't get me wrong, but, like, I work my ass off, I work my ass off for this podcast, I really, really, really do, I've put so much time and energy and money and effort into this, this, and, like, what pisses me off is... I do it and it's genuine and I refuse to pay for followers. I refuse. 
I refuse to pay for Instagram ads and like maybe that's me being fucked up. But like I just feel I don't want to use manipulation and money to gain a following. I just fucking I refuse. I think that's bullshit. I think that's the way that people who have money pay for their fucking problems and they don't actually know how to work for goddamn anything. So I will continue. I guess I say all this to say I will continue to grind for you because whoever's listening to this, you clearly you clearly like I hope you like my episode. Dear God, if this is the first one you're stumbling upon, I apologize. I'm usually not this ranty. Um, I am always this spastic, but I'm not this ranty. I just, I got set off today because there are some people out here fucking on their hands and knees scrubbing to get noticed or on the top or fucking putting in work for people other than themselves. Okay, and and they're taking something that is so cool, so awesome, such an amazing mode of transferring information and communication and they're fucking circle jerking their ego and getting on a microphone because just anybody with a voice can sit on a goddamn microphone and I'm over it. And I just had to say that to preface this and I'm done. Let's take a deep breath because clearly I need it. I think maybe I should start every episode with a five-minute rant. Sorry, Zach, not to take your (laughs) confirmation bias entire uh, business model. Um, By the way, shameless plug to my fiancé husband-to-be. He has a podcast called Confirmation Bias. It's amazing. He's amazing. He really just gets on there and rants about shit that, like, you probably rant about in your head or like with your friends, but you don't, you know, you might want to listen to him so you can feel like you're not alone and like you guys can rant together Um, because shit fires him up. And when he gets fired up, it's fucking hilarious. And I'm so glad he started it. But anywho, maybe I should like bring a little bit of confirmation bias into like the first half of this pod because I could go off about some, some shit. Anyways, moving on, Arletta. People, if you're listening to this, this episode is going to be a nice little vibe. Um, and we're just gonna, we're gonna unpack some shit about 2020. We're gonna talk about 2021. We're gonna talk about the new year. And um, let's just get into it. Let's go. Woo! Okay. I don't think it's really fair of me. <laughs> I gotta stop doing this. Like, saying that this is going to be uplifting in a vibe and then hold on let me fix my microphone and then (laughs) ranting for the first fucking 15 minutes about just dumb shit um I just I had I had to I had to Anyways, we'll move on, I promise. Okay, so last week, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'm going to tell you right the fuck now, pause this shit, go back and listen to it. It's like 30 minutes. It's full of an exercise. And let me tell you, I'm going to be more than open and embarrassing on here. Okay. Social media is not my strong suit. And I say that to say um, I struggle with the obsessiveness of it all I I struggle with the need to constantly be on a page on an account performing for individuals to create entertainment now I know you're probably thinking well Arletta 
Um, you might want to get that shit together because that's kind of the industry you're trying to go into with this whole podcast thing. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I'm fucking aware. Um, I just, I struggle. I struggle with it because, um, I don't want to give fucking bullshit out into the world. I struggle with it because it's not my main job. And the times that I do think that I'm being like, oh my God, so fucking cute. Instagram aesthetic. Um, my algorithm, like my numbers, my statistics, if you will, um, don't always reflect that what I'm doing is liked by everyone. And I don't know if that's just because the Instagram algorithm is really fucking me right now or if I'm just terrible at it. So um, uh, help a sister out and legit let me know when I ask questions on the Stay Open Pod, specifically the Stay Open Podcast Instagram. Like, please let me know if I ask a question, like give me an answer because I'm out here, okay? I'm out here. I put out an episode, which like, was it my best episode? Probably not. Did you listen to it? Probably not because I think I only have like 25 people who have listened to this episode. I fuck you not. Actually, let's check Buzzsprout. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, I lied. I've had 34 people. Okay, so that means 34 of you lovely individuals actually listened to that episode. Um, which, by the way, shameless plug for Buzzsprout. Uh, it's actually not a shameless plug. I think this is going to be my first ad, but I'm not going to like break awkwardly in the middle of this episode to tell you about it. Um, if you're looking to start a podcast after I just absolutely roasted any individual that thinks they can fucking talk into a microphone just because they fucking sucked off some famous person, um, Buzzsprout is your go-to. So basically, little side note, when I started a podcast, um, Googled, like, don't know if you guys know this, and I kind of want to do a whole podcast episode about it. Um, and I will, but I'll, I'll still tell you here. Uh, when you start a podcast, you need a host, like you need a hosting website to upload your episode to. And basically, like some of them, you know, obviously have relationships with all of the, your hosting web, your hosting, what am I trying to say? Your hosting hubs like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, like all that, Amazon Podcasts, all that, those hosting websites. Buzzsprout, basically you can up, upload an episode, you put your description, your title, you can put the season of your episode, your number, if it's explicit, and then it gives you because because the money maker really is what's called an RSS feed. So you put the RSS feed, you get or it gives you an RSS feed, and that's how you apply to Apple Podcasts. That's how you apply to all these others. And honestly, Buzzsprout for a lot of them, not Apple Podcasts, but for a lot of them, will just actually send an application for you, and there's not a ton of work that you have to do. So um, I love Buzzsprout, but anyways, I was looking at my downloads and my statistics and you know they've slowly decreased which I feel like and maybe this is just the fucking self self-inflicted wound per wounded animal in me but I deserve it um especially after the inconsistency that I've given this podcast over this year and so for there therefore I um accept it I have made peace with it 
And if that means I have to put in a little bit extra harder work to gain back my loyal every week listeners, then I will. But you know what I'm not going to stop doing? Um, This. I'm not going to stop recording. I'm not going to fucking throw a pity party. But anywho, I said all this to say, if you were one of the 34 people that listened to last week's episode, um, then you already know what I'm about to talk about. If you aren't, please go back and listen to it because I gave a beautiful, in my opinion, a very beautiful exercise to do for the end of the year. And here I am acting like I have 10,000 fucking subscribers going on my Instagram channel being like, hey guys, here's a little poll. Did you do my exercise? Yes or no? Guess how many people answered? Zero. Zero fucking people answered. Um, There were like At the time when I checked this, uh, 56 people had seen it. I don't know how many of those 56 people were the 34 that listened to the episode, but I don't know if anyone even did that exercise, to be completely fucking honest with you. Um, But I did the exercise. (laughs) Oh, God. What is this episode? I did the exercise, and I loved it. So this episode, as we're at uh, minute I right now I'm staring 24 it'll probably be less because I'm gonna cut some of this shit out obviously um but <laughs> to do this episode you kind I kind of had this envisionment like you would listen to last week's episode you would do that you'd feel empowered about this new year and like this year might have been not as bad as you thought it was I was trying to give a positive perspective to people um, clearly I am not doing the algorithm at Instagram correctly because no, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Maybe I'm having a mental breakdown on the microphone. Um, regardless, I have a couple things to say this week. So if you did last week's, if you're one of my 34 ride or dies, I love you. Okay. And, um, if you are maybe message me and I'll fucking send you a Christmas present. Maybe I'll send you a little stay open Christmas present because you were fucking ride or die for me when no one else was. And I'll remember that shit. But anyways, I really want December to be a month where we have some reflection. If your life is anything like mine, um, December is not slowing down. It is not a vacation. It is a fucking sprint. It is a goddamn marathon Um, a 500-yard dash to the finish line of your sanity. With that being said, it's even more so important to get yourself to a place where you are spending time reflecting and thinking about the new year because even though you're busy, that doesn't mean that you can't stop working and focusing on yourself. So I started um, my brainstorming for this episode. I really asked myself... um, Because I know what I want to hear. Obviously, I made last episode based off of it and only 34 people listened to it. So maybe I've missed my mark here. Um, But I really started out asking, like, what do you want to hear? Like, what do women my age maybe not my age, maybe a little bit younger than me or older or, you know, whatever. I just thought, what do you want to hear? What do my listeners want to hear? And honestly, the first thing I wrote down was, you don't need to be everything for everybody. 
And when you're dealing with a year like this, when if you've done, you know, if you did the life graph or the year graph, the 2020 graph, you know, you're looking at your ups and downs, you're looking at your ups and downs that were for you and the ups and downs that you experienced through other people. You've probably been a lot for people this year. Um, if you do a self-evaluation and you consider yourself a pretty good person, which I'm sure you are, I can already tell you without even knowing the specifics, you've done a lot for people this year. You've been a shoulder to cry on. You've been a support system. You've been a late night call, a drop everything drive. You've been a listening ear. You've been maybe a first responder. You've been in the heart of the fight. You've been putting your own life on the line for other people. And I guess I just wanted to remind you that you don't have to be everything for everyone. You need to be everything for yourself, which is where it starts. You know, that's where that energy builds. You can't give to other people if you don't build your own energy and conserve it. Um, but then again, I think, you know, no one made a manual for, for a year that was like this. And I think it's one of those situations where it just makes you that much stronger but when it comes to ending a year and starting a new one, there has to be a reality set in place. And I mentioned last episode, I didn't want to call, um, speci- well, very specifically to this year, but I don't like calling um, New Year endeavors, if you will. I don't like calling them um, resolutions. I don't like doing that because I think there's now a stigmatism against resolutions that people automatically kind of stamp them as a failure or not even a fail, but like maybe a 50% half done type of situation where you make a resolution, you know, you're going to maybe uphold it through the halfway through January and then halfway through January, your resolution shot, you've forgotten what you've even decided to resolve for the year and the year keeps going. I mean, I, I like being intentional. Like we're talking, we'll, and we'll get there, but like, we'll talk about watchwords which you know I always I'm very big on if you're an OG um you know I'm big on a watchword for the year like one word that is your theme for that year um but 3 years ago my word was intentional and I like being intentional with my goals and I'm I am that way because I don't follow this oh it's an what's your new year's resolution because now i feel like it's it's such a it's such a cultural thing at, at least in america to not see through your resolutions the whole year so i'm not going to call them resolutions i'm strictly going to call them goals um i think goals are continuous i think they're a swinging door i think we make them we conquer them we make new ones we conquer them um, 
Some take a couple months, some take a day, some take years. But, um, and we'll get into that nitty gritty, breaking down your your goals, figuring out long-term and short-term. But, but this week, I just really wanted to prime you to start thinking about who you've been this year, who you want to be next year, and set some realistic energy into this conversation because you can't possibly be everything for everyone. You can't possibly get your goals done while maintaining the sanity of everyone in your inner circle or everyone you care about, your family, your friends. Um, and going into this new year, I mean, there is a high, you know, there's a high chance that COVID and this pandemic, um, this this energy goes into 2021. And I hate, I absolutely hate when people are like, oh, 2020 was supposed to be an amazing year. And now, now like, look at it. Like, can 2020 just be over? Like as if the new year ringing in is going to change anything. It's just a new month. You know, it's all relative. Like these are things that human mankind came up with. Like we came up with a fucking calendar. We came up with 365 days constitutes a year. Okay, that means fucking jack shit internally to your soul, right? Like your soul doesn't feel different on Sundays. If it's a Sunday, I only feel this way. If it's a fucking January 1st, I only feel this way. Like it doesn't. You know, your soul's going to feel the way it feels regardless of the day, regardless of the month. It's about what you're currently going through. Now, I say this to also say I love a new year. I love the catalyst that it brings to lives. I love the positivity it brings. Um, I think it's a beautiful part of the year. But I'm intentional with that and I don't try to be unrealistic with it because if I'm unrealistic with myself ringing in a new year, I just let myself down. Like the years that I've made resolutions and I haven't followed through on them, they make me sad. Like I'm just depressed. And then I'm depressed with myself. What? You get mad at yourself about the fact that you set a resolution that was supposed to be positive but ends up being negative because you can't keep up with it because you didn't put any goals in place. You just like said, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Like that's a goal, okay? That's a good goal. That's an actionable goal. But having a resolution like I'm not going to, I don't even, I'm going to work out every single day. Okay, Karen, if you haven't worked out every single day leading up to this resolution, you're not going to just wake up one Sunday sunny morning and decide Every single day I'm going to work out. You're just not. Maybe someone is. If you're out there and you've done that, fucking kudos to you. Um, I'm sure you have a rockin' bod and are successful. But for the majority of us, I need incremental change. I need little baby steps to get me to the fucking giant ones. So that leads me back to your goals for the new year, we're going to make them actionable. And stepping stone off of last week's episode, micro micro steps lead to macro change. So we're going to take micro steps to goals and we're going to macroly change our life. Macroly, is that a fucking verb? I don't know. And I want you to think about 
what goals you want to set for 2021. And I want you to think about goals that are 100% in your power. Like, um, am I, are you going to be a more positive person? Are you going to be skinnier? Are you going to be healthier? Are you going to be um, more well-read, more educated? Are you going to be happier? Like think of the goals that you want. Are you going to change your job, make more money? Are you going to be less lazy, more put together? Whatever you want to do, you need to write it down. So there's two things that I'm going to recommend for you to do now rather than wait till January. But the two things I want you to do is if you don't already have one, you need to buy a journal. If you do anything for 2021, I need you to journal to yourself. I need you to set an intention and a unified theme whether that be a journal that you're going to let out your aggressions in, a journal that's going to be creative, a journal that's going to be no matter what you write down in it, it has to happen. Set an intention for your journal, but you need to have one and you need to journal often because what you do is at a crazy year, at the end of a crazy year like this one, you look back in your journal and you read your highs and you read your lows, you read your self-discoveries and your epiphanies and your... um your issues and you learn from them and you think wow I was I was really low on that day and I'm not that low anymore and it just shows you that it's just a moment because emotions can take us over so dark so deep that we think it's it's all we have and it's not it's just a moment so you need to buy a journal and if you don't already have one um, if it's something that you don't use Implement a planner into your life. There are so many good ones. There are so many amazing planners. Um, One of them I absolutely love is called the Life Planner. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, It is a mind mapping, everyday setting an objective planner. It's unbelievable. I carried it all throughout college. Um, I've reordered it multiple times. Um, if you guys want me to do a, um, you know, a post or something on planners, let me know. I would love to share that information because I, I personally always have a planner. Get a planner. And when you have a journal, when you have a planner, what I want you to do is in your journal, I want you to write your goals. You know, I want you to journal what you want from 2021. Who do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish? And they need to be actionable. And what I like to do when I have a goal, maybe one that seems daunting at first, like um, for instance, a goal of mine this year, I wanted to start a website. That's a pretty big goal. There's a lot that goes into that, especially if I'm doing it on my own, right? I'm not paying someone to give me a website. So you start with the big goal and I write it down and I see it on paper. That's real. That's me putting it into real form, the universe. Then I break it down. I give myself a timeline. You know, how long are you going to give yourself to do this goal? In this case, 
I didn't give myself a timeline. I just said this year I wanted to do it. Well, that was back in fucking May. And I've been incrementally working on it. And I'm going to put it out on the 1st of 2021. And, you know, I did when I said I wanted to make one this year, did I think when I when I bought um, or when I started working on it in May that it would take me this long? No. Okay. But I also didn't think half the shit that happened in 2020 was going to happen. And it did. So I've given myself grace and I'm creating something beautiful for myself and something proud that I'm going to bring to you. But that doesn't matter. Don't get so caught up in the nitty gritty of your goals that you leave them behind because you don't think you're enough. Because your best, like your best is good enough. I know there's this collective narrative in the world that's like your best isn't good enough because you're constantly comparing yourself to someone else and their perfect feed or their perfect TikTok or whatever. But your best is good enough because it's it's literally what you can do the best. And don't put yourself down. Don't compare yourself to other people. You are in a one lane highway, honey, and we're driving fucking 100 miles an hour cruise control till we get to our destination. Doesn't matter what fucking cars are around. Doesn't matter how else anybody's driving. You're on your speed. You're on cruise control. You're going unbothered. So you're starting big with your goals. You're going to get smaller. You're going to take it like, I like to think it's a giant fucking cake. We're going to take a couple bites. We're going to figure out how we're going to eat this whole thing. Okay. So figure out how you like to maneuver. Do you like daily goals? Do you like weekly goals? Do you like monthly goals? Are you someone who um, you know, got an assignment in school that was a 24-page paper and you wrote a page a day? Are you someone who gets a 24-page paper and writes it the night before? I'm someone who writes it the night before. So what I've found with big goals that works for me are little tiny goals to tackle each day. Because if I don't break it down that way and I leave it to the very end, that's when I do myself a disservice. So I actually like daily goals. I like reminding myself, hey, you need to do this today. It's just one little thing. But if I get it done, it just it's one step closer to the overall goal, right? But I like working backwards because I can't see, I can see the end. I have a hard time seeing the start. So if you're someone who can see the start, but you have a hard time seeing the end, maybe work the opposite way. But I start with a big goal like starting a website and I break it down. So starting a website, okay, what am I going to need? How long is it going to take me? Maybe each page of that website was a month or a week or I do one thing a day on that website. You know, I decide my color scheme one day. I do my, I do a graphic a day. I do, um, I write a post a day, but it's, it's about breaking it down from, your overall timeline, your overall goal to monthly, to weekly, to daily, to hourly. And that is really for anything. Now, if some things don't take three months, four months, a year, fine. Maybe your goal is to, I don't, I don't know. Maybe your goal is to buy a new car. If you're buying a new car, there's research involved. 
there's test drives involved, there's money involved, there's things that can be done in a day, there's things that are going to take a week or a month. Um, But breaking this stuff down, I know it can sound daunting and be scary at first because there's a lot to unpack there. But if you unpack it all in front of you, you know what you have to deal with. You know each step what it's going to take, and all you have to do is focus on that one tiny micro step. And when you conquer that, move on to the next one. Then when you conquer that, move on. And next thing you know, your goal is not forgotten. It's just slowly, gradually getting to the overall picture. So make an actionable step to take towards that goal. And then while you're doing all of this, you need to stop listening to people who go against the goals that you have in your heart. And I almost wrote this when I, when I wrote that down, I almost wrote, you need to stop listening to the people that don't have, that you don't trust. But then I thought I've had a lot of people in my life that I've trusted that have given me really shitty advice because at the point in time I was trusting them. Um, when they probably shouldn't have been. So I changed this to something a little bit more specific because I think the people in the end that shake themselves out, the issue that they have is they don't, they go against your your inner voice. They go against your inner soul. So if you have a goal in your heart that moves your body, moves your psyche, makes you feel a sense of belonging. Don't listen to people that sway from that. Like when I felt like I needed to start a podcast, if someone was like, oh, if someone had been like, oh, you probably, I don't know, that's a lot of work. Like starting to, you know, starting to put in that negativity. Like, what are you going to talk about? How are you going to be yourself? You can't listen to that. Like that was something I couldn't listen to. I felt in my heart like I needed to do this for myself. If you're listening to someone and your goal is to become a fucking local congresswoman and someone's like, "Mm, you're not capable. What do you think you have to do to that? But you feel in your heart of hearts like politics is what you need to get into. Don't listen to that person. I don't care how well you know them, how well they know you. It, they are going against something that is deeper than your your relationship, your surface level relationship. You need to be careful about who you share your goals with and who you let into your heart. Because there are people that will be friends with you and get close to you because you are a value to them in their life. And they need you more than you need them. And when you start sharing those goals that are deep in your heart, when you start sharing those things that you really want to do, they take that and they manipulate it or they change it or they make it their own somehow. And you're like, no, this was mine. So, so stop listening to people who go against the goals that you have in your heart. No one knows what you need better than you. No one knows but you. And on that note, if I'm saying this and you have a person in mind that like just a friend 
or a colleague or someone who always just somehow puts you down, you need to leave them behind in 2020. You need to pick at least, at least, at the bare minimum, one negative thing to leave in 2020. Because where we're going in this next year, regardless of the energy the world brings, you're going to bring positivity to your life. Because think about the people, honestly, think about the people back in April, back in March, when the um, quarantine started, when the shutdown started, who said, "Mm -mm, not this year, honey, and they lost 90 pounds. They started a fucking six-figure business. They got their master's. They um, started a new hobby. They, I don't know, you know, they rekindled a new relationship. Think about those people. Those people had a different perspective than everyone else. Everyone else was fucking laying on their couch, depressed, gaining 500 pounds and watching, you know, the third season of you, like people were doing other things, but not the ones that were hyper-focused, not the ones that were listening to themselves in their hearts and setting goals. And so you need to leave some negativity, some baggage behind in 2020. And for you to hear that, that might be a lot, might be a lot of baggage, might be a whole damn job, friend group, apartment, city. It might be your entire life that you uproot and change in 2021. Or it might be something as simple as decluttering your house getting rid of a bad habit, you know? But what, whatever it is, you need to leave at least one of them behind because where you're going, you can't take those things. The positive space that we're headed into doesn't take negative baggage. So you need to leave it at the door. And with this... A lot of inventory happens, right? Like we're taking inventory of our lives. You need to look at your surroundings. You know, what do you want to change about it? Is your space that you're living in just not really vibing with who you are now? Change it. Are are you living in clutter and you need to declutter? Do you want to minimalize? Um, Do you feel like you need a new wardrobe? Do you feel like... You need a change of pace and you need to paint your walls, like whatever. And that's just, that's your environment, which I am a huge proprietor of it reflecting your inside because it's who you are. It's where you spend your time. It's your safe haven. But this might also mean friends or um, your work. I mean, just think about the things in your life that bring you joy Okay, we're going to, I want to call her Lisa Chang. If her name is not Lisa Chang, I can't put this in here. But like, does it bring you joy? Do the things in your life bring you joy? Do your friends bring you joy? Are your clothes bringing you joy? Is your fucking couch bringing you joy? Are you living in a city that brings you joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, you need to change it. And don't ever, 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 ever let some person I don't care if it's your fucking mom. I don't care if it's your therapist. I don't care if it's me. Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't change something. Nothing is ever too big to change. Ever. 
It's daunting. It might be scary, but it can be done. Usually by just speaking your truth, by by being honest and with a snap of a finger. But you need to decide what kind of new year you want to have and what kind of new year you need. Because let me tell you, in our society, which this year might be different, you know, the Kardashians aren't even having their Christmas party. Don't even fucking get me started. Um, this year might be different. So you need to take advantage of it if it is what you need, what I'm about to talk about. But um, we're used to getting fucked up and partying on New Year's, right? Like we're used to getting fucked up. Maybe you're with a boyfriend. Maybe you're not. You're single. You're on the prowl. You're looking for that hottie with a body that you're going to kiss on fucking make out on New Year's Eve at the drop when they count down to one and you guys are going to instantly fall in love and have the night of your life. You might have had that in the past. We might have done that in the past, people. I mean, in society, that's like the way we ring in the new year is with a party. Well, maybe you don't need a fucking party. Maybe you need a break. Maybe you need to ring in the new year with no one but your fucking self and a box of goddamn chocolates. Because there's been in the past a new year in particular that I'm about to tell this story that year had just put me through the fucking ringer and it had put my best friend through the ringer. And I looked at her and I said, I need something different this year. Like, can we go to a hotel? Can we have a getaway? Can we go to a spa? Can we just do something for us? Just us two, because I wanted to be intentional with who I was ringing in the new year with. I didn't just want a big group of people where I looked around, I felt empty inside, like no one really knew me or I was just here for the fucking party. I needed to just be with myself, a person that I can be myself with. I needed to treat myself to a spa treatment, a good meal, a nice bed. And we did. We rang in the new year at my favorite hotel, And we set intentions, we journaled, we talked about what we wanted our new year to be like, we relaxed, and it was amazing. And yeah, my other friends had a party, and I missed out, sure, and FOMO's real, of course, like, a part of me was thinking the whole time, am I, should I have just, you know, done something with a big group of people? But when it was over, I was so grateful that I took the time to listen to myself and give myself some space. And maybe this year that's something we all need is to give ourselves just some space and think about what we want this new year to be. But think about what you want that day to look like. Think about who you want to be around, who you want to spend it with. Don't just write it off because it's another day. It will be what you make it. So if you need a party, if you need to be around people, you know, within COVID restrictions and recommendations, make that happen. You know, have a game night with a couple of your friends or socially distance outside in a backyard and drink some wine. I mean, whatever you need it to be, 
this year, try, try to make that for yourself and listen to yourself. Listen to what you need because your soul knows, you know, you know exactly right now while I'm talking, you probably are like, I just need a fucking long ass nap in bed. I need to go to bed by 7 p.m. And wake up when 2021 new energy is here. And I feel that. I get that. That's the kind of New Year's I'll be having. Because I I just need to be by myself. You know? And I don't, you don't need to justify that to anyone. Or feel FOMO take over and feel like you have to be somewhere. You don't have to be fucking anywhere. You don't have to hang out with anyone and you sure as fuck do not need to kiss some random dude to make you feel loved going into 2021. So if you don't have him or her, if you don't want to be around a big group of people, that's okay. Okay. I hope this helped. (laughs) I hope this got your brain thinking. I'm just kind of at a big like fuck this moment, which I think we all are, but this time of year more so than ever, I just need I need a a disconnect from the world and my everyday schedule. And I probably need to be a little bit more gentle on myself. So if that's something you need to do too, take a deep breath. Go buy that journal. Go buy that planner. We'll get into the planner next week, but I really, you know, buy the planner, plan shit out, buy a journal, journal shit out. Be honest with yourself. Don't let negative people sway your opinions on your life and keep your head up. If you're listening to this, I love you. You're a real fucking one. You are a real one. Um, Feels good to do a longer episode. And as always, you can find me at the Stay Open Podcast on Instagram or Arletta LaRue on Instagram. And I cannot fucking wait to bring you this website. It is so cool. It's so pretty. Um, I've been working really hard, really hard on it. And it's just going to be your one-stop shop for everything I fucking talk about. And if you like what I talk about, then you can find my recommendations there. I hope you have a great week. I will talk to you next week. We will excuse me, dive deeper into goals. I really just wanted to get your, your brain moving and, uh, grooving and we'll, yeah, see you later.